Begoft withdraws order on compulsory wage payment by firms during lockdown in what may come as a major relief to businesses. The union government has withdrawn its order directing employers to pay wages to workers, even with units remaining shut during lockdown. Tun Sunday, the Ministry of Home Affairs MHA, had issued a fresh set of guidelines which will be applicable from Monday. It has repealed the order dated March 29, 2020 which had talked about compulsory wage payment to workers during lockdown, T-save as otherwise provided in the guidelines annexed to this order, all order issued by the NIC National Executive Committee under Section 10 I of the Disaster Management DM Act 2005, shall cease to have effect from 18 May 2020, also read, imposing pointless conditions on loans will stifle states, Tamil Nadu The annexure attached to the order mentions six sets of standard operating procedures mostly related to movement of persons that will continue to remain in force. But it does not include the March 29 order. TDMHA had on March 29 issued an order under Section 10 I of the DM Act asking all employers to pay wages to workers on due date without any deduction even if the establishment was closed during the lockdown period. Tall employers, be it in the industry or in the shops and commercial establishments, shall make payment of wages of their workers, at their workplaces, on the due date, without any deduction, for the period their establishments are under closure during the lockdown. The March 29 order had said, T over the past few days, the industry had petitioned the government to withdraw its order on compulsory wage payment as they were themselves facing cash crunch issues. Some industrial bodies had also asked the government to foot the wage bills of companies through payment of grants but it was not agreed to due to fiscal constraints, also read, economic package a lost opportunity, FY21 GDP to contract 7%, Bernstein, T. The constitutional validity of the government's order on wages was challenged by several companies who had moved the Supreme Court. On Friday, the Apex Court asked the government not to take any coercive action against private companies who were unable to pay wages to workers. The SC was to hear the petition this week. The court, terming it as an omnibus order, had asked the government to re-examine it. The trade union leaders have criticized the government's step to withdraw the order. The order for lockdown 4.0, by a sleight of hand, allows employers to get away without paying wages during the lockdown. So no payment of wages and no wage subsidy just where do workers go? Who is responsible for a worker in a containment or red zone or for that matter even in an orange or green zone where full public transport has not been resumed? Gautam Modi, General Secretary, New Trade Union Initiative said, T but employers have welcomed the step, saying it was absolutely necessary especially in absence of grants from the Gaval its partner countries, and we have spared no efforts in alleviating concerns or enhancing ties. We adhere to all international standards on transparency and exchange of information, also read, World Coronavirus Dispatch, WHO has a lot of answering to do at annual meet with India specifically, there is a mechanism between the Mauritius Financial Services Commission and the SEBI, which allows for sharing of any information as and when required. This is an established practice among financial regulators worldwide. Furthermore, in respect of disclosures, Mauritius regulators adhere to norms set by established by international standard setters such as IOSCO and OECD. 
Mauritius remains committed, cooperative and collaborative with any government request, in line with our existing sharing of information mechanism. Despite the tax treaty amendment between India and Mauritius, the latter is still the second largest source of FPI money in India. What makes the jurisdiction so popular? The buoyancy of our financial services sector emanates from a successful diversification strategy, coupled with decades of good governance and bold policy reforms, which have been instrumental in enhancing our resilience. The revised DTAC also creates a new impetus to the role Mauritius will play as an international financial center, especially for debt. New avenues of cooperation with India are being actively pursued and these include the debt securities area. India's debt securities market is booming because of the demand for financing of infrastructural and other developmental projects including housing, roads and power. Also read, COVID-19 impact, no comfort in hotel stocks as recovery pushed to FY23 Both India and Mauritius have signed the OECD's multilateral instrument, MLI, designed to implement some of the base erosion and profit shifting, BEPS, recommendations. However, Mauritius has kept India outside the network of tax treaties that are covered under the MLI.